0: Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: Welcome. Thanks for being with us. 888-900-3393. Also Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Big night. It's the uh, conclusion of the college football season tonight. TCU versus Georgia. Hard to believe it's going to be over after tonight. Ah, Man, it went by fast. Wow. NFL playoffs uh begin next week. That'll be fun. Um you know yesterday in the NFL after having zero BYU running backs rush for 1000 yards in a single season. Wait, none. Ever? It's never happened. No. What? In the NFL. What? Never a uh, BYU, you know, we're not exactly running back you. We're uh-huh. quarterback you. Okay. So. What happened? So, yeah, so they, what happened? It happened twice in the same day. Which is kind of cool. Oh. Two former Cougars reached that milestone yesterday. Tyler Algier uh, with the Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Falcons. Yeah,
2: look at this. Falcons talk from Pat.
1: Over 1,000 yards Boy, this season. He looked so good yesterday, Man, he too. Looked, he's I, Falcons fans yesterday. He got better as the season went right, on. Right.
2: I'll keep this very brief. Our rookies, mm-hmm. our quarterback... Yeah, wide there's receiver a there's and a, a running back. there's a
1: future for the Falcons. Yeah, uh,
2: we wanted the season to keep going after yesterday. Yeah,
1: uh, Desmond Ritter looks pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Drake, former uh, Cincinnati quarterback. Yeah. So uh, passing to Drake London, but Tyler Algier, man, broke the all-time rookie rushing record for the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a that was a uh, record that had stood for 44 years. Andrew Williams, yeah, not bad for a walk-on. <clears throat> Kid who just walked on to uh, the BYU football team, and then Jamal Williams from Detroit also surpassed a thousand yards yesterday. So really, kind of cool. Uh, all the Green Bay Packers had to do against the Lions, though, was win. That's it. Win, you're in. Couldn't get that done against the. I mean, we're not talking about the eighty-five Bears. It's the Detroit Lions. Just win your last game of the season against a crappy team. Nope, couldn't do it. Could not do it. Lost 20-16. to 16. So, Falcons, Packers, neither one of them in the playoffs. Jaguars are in, though.
2: Jags are That's in. That's all
1: that matters. A year after going, was it 2-14, 2-15? and Yeah, 14
2: lost seasons back-to-back. With, back.
1: with Urban Meyer, boy, he looks bad now. He looks terrible because with virtually the same team, the next season they make the playoffs, man, So, NFC next week, the wild card weekend, Uh, Seattle at San Francisco in the NFC. In the AFC, it's uh, Los Angeles Chargers against Jacksonville. Uh, That's all on Saturday. Then on Sunday, Miami Buffalo and New York Giants, Minnesota Vikings. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> uh also Baltimore at Cincinnati. Oh that's the fifth yeah. Okay. So that's next Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. And then on Monday night they're going to stretch it out to Monday night now.
2: Yeah. Is that the first second time? Okay.
1: Uh Dallas and Tampa Bay. I mean you saw
2: this one coming. Next for Monday weeks. night. Cowboys were going to be locked into the four uh, five seed. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers were gonna we locked into the four seed. You just knew this was going to be the Monday night matchup. Uh, so yeah. And, and I don't know if you had a chance to, uh, see any of the Buffalo bills game, uh, yesterday, uh, DeMar Hamlin in the hospital, watching first play of the game, run back for a kickoff Oh wow! by the bills. I mean, it's nice. And so many people online were like, that's great. That was totally, that's a conspiracy theory. You know, like they <laughs> let that happen. Oh, stop whatever, it. man. The Patriots were trying to get in the playoffs. I don't think they were going to let that happen. No, I don't think so.
1: Uh something the NFL needs to fix is Tampa Bay being a higher seed than Dallas. Yep, yep, yep. What is Dallas's rec? Twelve and five? Thirteen oh, and four? Gosh. Something like that? I don't know. And what is Tampa Bay? Nine and eight,
2: eight and nine. Uh, that's eight. eight and nine. And eight and nine. Good enough to win you the NFC. And seven. they're a higher
1: seed than da- that's wrong. That's Which just <laughs> stupid and wrong. Twelve and five will be at uh, eight make, and nine. Correct. Doesn't make any sense. Hey, you're a division winner.
2: Are you kidding you, me? You, you get you get gifted a home game.
1: Yeah, you got to be. I mean, we need to. You need to fix that. That's ridiculous. You can't have. I mean, you get in a in a crappy division like. Like the NFC South, is that what it is? That's NFC it is. South was this year. Yeah. I mean, I, and you have eight and nine win the division. No, they should not be seated ahead of a twelve and five team. Ridiculous. Oh, by the way, uh, real quick. Um, uh,
2: on his way off the field last night, uh, let's see. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was asked by I think it was. Jameson Williams uh, asked him if he can have his jersey. And Aaron Rodgers said, I think I'm going to keep this one.
1: Yeah, because it's his last one with Uh, the Packers. uh, Yeah,
2: so the speculation
1: begins. Yeah, he's done. That doesn't sound promising. He's not really making much of a secret about it. I think he's done. Okay, So the Packers will hopefully, uh, I don't know, maybe draft. In in the draft, they'll get a good quarterback because they don't have one now.
2: Maybe Derek Carr. He'll be available.
1: Yeah, Derek on, Karp, on the market. Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a possibility. I'm thinking somebody younger, maybe somebody with a future. Uh <laughs> and it's not Jordan Love. He's not the guy. And if they insist on believing he is, uh they're gonna be sorry, I'm afraid. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh they over the weekend, there are so many stories about people suddenly dying or dying suddenly it seems to be a whole new category of uh, cause of death died suddenly how many times are we hearing that term lately so and so died suddenly otherwise completely healthy 30 year old otherwise completely healthy 20 year old well over the weekend it was worse than that there were 18 year olds yeah. dying suddenly 16 uh, it, it just it doesn't make any sense we've got to look into it just i don't know do a little research be honest let's figure out what this is so we can put a stop to it this mixed martial arts phenom she was 18 years old victoria lee died suddenly at 18 on uh the day after christmas she died Super talented up and coming MMA fighter, and now she's gone. They don't know why. Wow, when she just died
2: before we did the show this morning, you and I were talking, and you said the 18 year old, and I said, Oh, the one from Oklahoma, the Trista. And you said, No, no, I'm talking about a different 18 year old that died Mm -hmm. suddenly, yeah, from Hawaii. Yeah, uh, it's just
1: it's like you said, it's never ending. What was it, the 16 year old, 16 year old, uh, flag football player? She died. High school student died from uh, Desert Oasis High School in Las Vegas. Collapsed after going to the bench on Thursday, experiencing chest problems. Her family doesn't know what happened there either. She she died. 17-year-old Wyoming basketball player died suddenly after a medical event. Yeah, well, if you're going to die, there probably is a medical event of some kind that's happening. So they don't know why he died. A straight A student, really good basketball player. People loved him, super popular in school, died suddenly.
2: On Christmas Day, there's a municipality in Britain, Durham, and um, there were eight sudden deaths on Christmas morning. My gosh. That that authorities had to respond to. In
1: one area. In, in one area.
2: London. And, it, and it, the first thing I thought about when I saw that was, there's a website, howbadismybatch.com. And you can go and see mm. which, you know, reports of instances. And this is in the United States, I believe, for that one. But I wonder, oh my gosh, did a whole bunch of people get a bad batch there in that one particular town at mm. the same time? And then the excitement of Christmas morning? I mean, this is. Who knows? We, we are just don't know, on but they the won't. Edge right they
1: now. refuse to even look into it, they refuse to even consider the possibility. And that's all we're asking. Just consider the possibility and look into it.
2: Yeah, there's apparently a popular gospel singer over the weekend that died in Atlanta, Georgia. He was 44. Um mm. we saw video of uh of an old Dominion basketball player over the weekend. He collapsed. Collapsed down. But I think he
1: survived, right? He
2: survived, yeah. It that's was a good. game uh that was that was shown on, you know, ESPN. Uh people are seeing this. Mm-hmm. And people and and and, a, and what was it? One in four know somebody who has died suddenly without explanation?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Uh, our friend, Randy yep. Lemon uh, from Houston. So sad, man. When we worked at uh, KPRC at KTRH in Houston, he did a show called Garden Line on the weekends. A really popular uh, gardening show. Yeah. You know, really good at it. He did it for 27 years. Just a good guy. He's a natural. Mm-hmm. He just died. Now, they, they say this was from a stroke. They don't say he died suddenly, but he had complications due to a stroke, apparently. But our thoughts and prayers are with uh, Randy Lemon's family and the the family at K, KTRH and KPRC there, because uh, that's really sad.
2: Yeah. and He'll be missed. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> just a really good guy. Um, you know, you talked about uh, Damar Hamlin. And what happened to him? He's yep. made
1: a miraculous recovery so far, doing much better yeah. apparently. But they they said he's still in critical condition.
2: Yeah, yeah. I forgot the doctor explained why they're leaving him on that. Uh, it was something I forgot what it was. But um, did you see the uh, sports reporter in Tampa who received a message from someone? So I don't. Again, I don't know if this is a Buccaneers player that sent him this text. But after the DeMar Hamlin thing happened. This reporter got this text. It says, if I die from a sudden heart attack or drop dead, I believe 100% it's from the COVID vaccine I received in 2021. I want you to be my voice and fight for me if I somehow pass. This may seem extreme, but recently I've had more than a few people I've known to be healthy individuals just drop out of nowhere with no explanation. The vaccine being the common thing and being the thing they all had in common. Hmm. So, um...
1: now we're not saying scary. that. We're not saying that. No. He is. Right. That so. was, a,
2: was an athlete that... Man. I mean, the fact that people are even having to put this into their calculus. I mean, again, yeah. in, the, in the, the Jaguars-Titans game, this guy tweeted out that his wife at the game, they had a picture of them at the game. Well, she went into cardiac arrest shortly thereafter, and he's asking for prayers online.
1: Uh, Is she in I the hospital? Mean, she survived so, so far, far. Yeah, I need oh, to get geez. an update on him. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, it just, but don't question it. Don't right.
1: question it. And then with an athlete like the It's American that you can't question it. Right, right. It's un American. It,
2: the, the tennis player, um, I don't know, Camellia Georgie or whatever, it's coming out now that she may have fact, uh, or faked uh, her vaccine card so she could play in oh, tennis yeah. tournaments.
1: Yeah, I don't blame her.
2: Right? Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Are you kidding me? There were, with everything we're
2: seeing? Right, right. There were two trains of thought mm. at that time. It was. Just don't go to places, you know, and just say, I'm not going to participate in society.
1: Or Or, try to make a living. Right. Try to make a living. Right. But you don't want to take the chance Uh on this unknown vaccine. And it is unknown. Mm. I mean, they didn't even test this thing, really, for effectiveness. They admitted. They didn't test it for effectiveness. We didn't test it to see if if the efficacy was high or not. Well, then how did you claim 95%? Right. And don't forget,
2: Thursdays, Pat Gray unleashed. We went through... Some damning evidence, Uh, and one of the things we had was a stat was uh, Pfizer, uh, the first forty-four thousand people to get the shot, twenty-two percent suffered unknown um, uh, effects or or side effects. Yeah, they just Mm -hmm. the unknown outcome or something like that. I mean, (laughs) over one in five. But you know, uh, our our own uh, Daniel Horowitz, he wrote this article about is the vaccine basically creating these variants and making it more severe. Whereas mm-hmm. instead of it just fading away and becoming just a blip mm-hmm. uh, out there, it's, and, and in fact, we have the numbers from Australia, the The graph from the November and December ICU numbers. Look at this. This is just the last two months in Australia. ICU admissions there. Okay. If, if, the more doses you have, the more likely you are to be in ICU. Nobody is in the ICU. In fact, just last week in Australia, nobody that had COVID that went to the hospital yeah. had been vaccinated. But yet, look at this. ICU admissions, one dose, six. Two doses, 60. Three doses, 95. Four doses or more, 173 of, of the COVID ICU admissions. Interesting. In November,
1: December. Quite interesting. Yeah.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and you've got
2: you've got the head of some cardiovascular group saying we need guidance on this because something's happening.
1: Please help us. That's that's what you know anybody with a brain is saying. Just to l- help, look into it, do a little research. Uh, stop burying your head in the sand. Stop plugging your ears and saying la, 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 I can't hear you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about uh, you know whatever monetary investment you've made into pfizer and moderna uh, human life is more important yeah. yeah and remember act like it
2: Remember, cnn had that dr leanna Wynn from china who said remember we got to do a stick and carrot thing if people want to be a part of the society you've got to give them incentive they have to get vaccinated she's now out there saying yeah i guess we were wrong about that whole um uh, wow. it's going to be worse for you if you don't get the vaccine no kidding our bad wow
1: wow Amazing. Let me tell you about Upside. Uh, if you want to save some money, this is such a great way to do it. You will get money in your account for going to certain places and just getting your gas maybe in a in a place other than you normally try. Or it might be uh, the station you use all the time. But I'm sick of, you know, cringing at the high price at the pump. I know you are too. Um, the prices at your favorite restaurant are going up. At the grocery store, listen, uh, you you will save money. And all you have to do with Upside to get started is download the free Upside app. It's free in the App Store or Google Play. Use my promo code PAT and you'll get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Uh, then you... You claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. So they'll tell you where to go and what to do. Like, for instance, uh, I use it for gas all the time and find out where there's – I mean, it's $0.11 cents per gallon you'll save, sometimes $0.15 cents per gallon. I mean, it it's real. It adds up to real savings. Yeah, and then
2: you can cash it out and you just get the cash. You don't have to, like, you know, put exactly. it towards something or whatever. You can get the cash out right. so you can afford a dozen eggs now that are going through the roof.
1: Yeah, it's not just some scam to get you to go to a certain store – and, and then they'll suck you in to, to pay more. Uh, it's not like that. You get cash back. And you can cash out any time to your bank account. PayPal or an e-gift card or for, for Amazon and other brands. So, download the free Upside app. Use the promo code PAT and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using the promo code PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Well, we have a Speaker of the House. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Hey, yeah. 15th ballot on the 15th round of votes. <laughs> uh, McCarthy finally had enough. I mean, barely got over. <laughs> it was so awesome. Amazing.
2: I'm such a political geek. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. In my how old am I, Pat? Forty six, something like that. Something like in that. In all my time on this planet, there was nothing more entertaining uh, in, in, than in, this. In, in in the Capitol <laughs> than Friday night watching this go back and I forth.
1: Mean, people were inflamed over <laughs> this on both sides, and you know, I mean, it kind of makes sense. It's it's important. The Speaker of the House is yeah. incredibly important.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and people on the left and right, Dan Crenshaw. Uh, who were uh, constantly saying you know we got to get this done we got to get I don't know this is a third in line for the presidency I think it's a pretty important thing we can take a few days to do this I love this tweet from Rob Smith who said it succinctly he said the same people who have told you it's perfectly normal to take weeks to elect a president are freaking out that it's taking more than 24 hours to I'm elect the house right. speaker Thank
1: that's you. a good point mm-hmm. really good and really there there was no massive hurry on this there was no reason to freak out over it. Nope. We had time. When does the session start? The 23rd? Right. It is January 9th. We could have done another two weeks on this almost. I mean, I I don't know that anybody necessarily wanted to, but you could have. But I mean, emotions were high and people <laughs> were testing. <laughs> yeah. At one point, Alabama Congressman Mike Rogers had to be restrained. Uh, as he was going after Matt
2: Gaetz, <laughs> so, go watch the upper left-hand corner of the screen because it starts. The camera starts to follow uh, McCarthy off to the right, but keep watching to the left. Right when the oh, is it? I hope it doesn't get cut off. That, yeah, watch this. See how he's looking at him. He's going. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, right. okay. Oh, oh no. Boy. Oh boy. Pulled him back by his Pulled face. Him back. <laughs> that was good. I mean, the still shots of that moment. I mean, look at that. That is good stuff. That is fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So apparently he was headed for Gates because he's pissed. Yeah, but he was Gates saying, said, "I'm not, I'm not voting for him, no matter what."
2: That jerk, uh, Mike Rogers, is the guy who on Monday said, "If you don't vote for McCarthy, we're going to take you off of your committee assignments." Well, that just, that just, that just gave more resolve, hardened the resolve of yeah. the of the twenty rebels, right? Right. And uh, and by the way, by the way. Kudos to my daughter who was uh, also watching this uh, geek fest uh, Friday night. She she texted me. This is, this is how you do it in America. You, you're in the same house watching the same thing, but you're texting uh, your relative the other side of the house. Mm-hmm. She said, what's up with uh, Dan Crenshaw's hand? I was like, what are you talking about? And so I look at it, and, and there you go. He's got a bloody knuckle. Uh, he's hit it. Uh, look at the, the end uh, of it. Smashed and right, and he smashed something because he's so pissed. So I tweeted at him. I'm like, "You mm. mad, bro? I mean, you've been punching walls. What's up?" And then I love the guy. Uh, what's the account? The the memes guy uh, took my picture and dressed it up beautifully, adding the patch there to his hand. <laughs> so funny.
1: That's perfect. <laughs> that is so that is a good. perfect beam. And what a douchebag Dan Crenshaw has turned out to be. Totally. You know. Thank you for your service appreciate it but he's um, insufferable now yeah but now you become a real pain in the anus and i can't take it right 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 but by, by the way you, you you talked about the drama there
2: do we have the picture of uh marjorie taylor green holding up her cell phone look at that she's trying to get uh, oh, i forgot a guy from arizona i oh, know montana i forget she's like yo 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 look uh, zoom in on the phone can we it's Donald Trump. See, it says DT on her phone. Mm. She's trying to get them. Talk to Donald Trump. He's going to explain to you why you should vote for Kevin McCarthy. Oh, I mean, it oh was is so, he? It was so fun. <laughs> Friday night. Yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've been waiting for is the explanation from Donald Trump. <laughs> I mean, he, I think he's explained himself a little too much lately, uh. and uh, I think I understand it now. But, but, I get it. But we got, got it.
2: We got Kevin McCarthy. Aren't you I excited? We got Kevin
1: McCarthy. I'm so I mean, excited. he
2: may have used cash from FTX to defeat conservatives. Ad, but whatever. But right, right.
1: What I am excited by is the fact that the the holdouts actually got some decent concessions uh-huh. for holding out. Yeah. Like, okay, you want to be elected uh, Speaker of the House? all right, here's here's some things you're going to have to do. And they did. Mm. <clears throat> this is why we are a republic. This is why uh, 20 people held out and actually got some good reform in the House of Representatives. <clears throat> That's not democracy. Democracy is mob rule. The majority gets what they want, and they just shut down the minority. That's why democracies don't work. That's why they all go down the the drain within 200 years. Uh, But these guys demanded some change and they got it in order to elect this guy. Some of the concessions were a minimum 72 hour reading period for all bills presented to Congress. That just makes sense. Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't do it. I mean, you can't just say, all right, here's a 5,000 page bill. Uh, We're voting for it in 10 minutes. Well, well, no, I I don't have any opportunity to read the bill and see what's in it. I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, if you don't read a bill, you shouldn't be voting for it. A committee to study potential FBI abuses against the American public. They got that concession. They got a vote on term limits for representatives. So they're going to vote about term limits uh, and several other conservative policies that Republicans have been fighting for for years.
2: Yeah, like appropriations <clears throat> bills, right? <clears throat> yep. They got they've got to be specific to what the expenditure is going to be. You can't just have Which this is great. omnibus garbage. And when you add amendments, they have to be related to the topic right. of the of the spending bill. You can't just like say those are big. Uh, yeah right like if you're trying to fund the military and then oh here's an amendment that gives money to LGBTQ right. education in schools you can't right. then go to th- their constituents say look he voted against uh defense spending well no it's because it was the school thing was in there
1: and that happens all the time all the time I mean that literally happens all the time almost every bill contains some ridiculous unrelated uh expenditure. That, you know, people are going to oppose and usually they just swallow it anyway because of the rest of the bill.
2: But but to your point about uh, they got all these concessions, uh, Matt Gates got to the point where he's like, yeah, I'd kind of I'd run out of stuff to ask for. (coughs) So I really didn't have anything (laughs) else to do. And and, and seriously, Mm. seriously, credit where credit is due. To Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert, who, by the way, Boebert just by the skin of her teeth won her seat back in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Every vote matters. Yep. Well, when they're That's counted, for sure. I mean. Uh, and so th- they made the difference. Those two really uh, stood firm. And, and the
1: vote was and, actually, it turned out to be because apparently two, some no shows, 216 to 212. Yeah, that was the final total. <laughs> so 216 for Kevin McCarthy, 212 for Hakeem Jeffries. I mean, the Democrats don't. There's no deviation there. You can't deviate <laughs> at all. No, they're they're lockstep no matter what. I mean, to their credit and to their condemnation, they're lockstep no matter what. Uh, once, once McCarthy won, he uh, he gave a speech and he told Congress what the number one priority would be. Here's what he had to say. Kevin McCarthy, this will be clip two.
2: IRS.
3: But when we come back, Mm. our very first bill will repeal the funding for 87,000 new IRS. Yeah!
1: Yeah! Good.
3: You see, Mm. we believe government should be to help you. Not go after you.
1: Thank you. Uh, Nice. Mm -hmm. Now, they're going to have to have every Republican on board to make that happen. And hopefully they will. So we'll see. Uh, He also discussed investigations that would soon follow. Mm. Now,
3: speaking of committees, we will hold the swamp accountable. From the withdrawal of Afghanistan to the origins of covid into the weaponization of the FBI. Good. All right. I like it. Hmm. Let me be very clear. Please. We will use the power of the purse and the power of the subpoena to get the job done.
1: (laughs) I love that. Look at the Democrats. idiots (laughs) (laughs) they had to stick around for Jeffrey yeah Uh, (laughs) I love it about a year ago uh, McCarthy sat down with Breitbart News and had some interesting things to say about what he would do if he became house speaker well now he's become house speaker so I guess here's some things we could expect
3: okay voted for if Eric Swalwell cannot get a security clearance in the private sector there's no reason why he should be given one to be on Intel or Homeland Security. So that will not, he will sure. not be serving there. Um, Thank you. So you're going to, it if is, you're the
4: Speaker of the House, you're the going to remove
3: stuff. him from those committees. Ilhan Omar should not be serving on foreign affairs. What about any committees for Ilhan Omar? You know, this is a, this is a new level of what the Democrats have gone. Um, you look at um, Adam Schiff. He should not be serving on Intel. When he has openly, knowingly now used a fake dossier... Mm. lied to the American public in the process, and um, doesn't, doesn't have any ill will, says he wants to continue to do it. So we're going to reshape. I mean, think about what happened in Afghanistan. Why did Afghanistan collapse so fast? Was the intel committee under Adam Shift focused on impeachment and not on the safety of America? Why are people coming across the border that are on a terrorist watch list? What are they doing about it? And their own members on that committee says it's not happening when it's true. We need to have an intel committee that looks at what's happening around the world and keeps America safe. It should do exactly what it was created, overseeing of our agencies and others. And so we're going to hold people to a higher standard Mm -hmm. in the process if they want to be on the intel committee and and Mm. in the training of what to be a part of that. Take the politics out of it of what they've been doing. I've looked at and I tried to get a committee on China. Mm -hmm. Um, Pelosi walked away from that. She walked away from it. Mm-hmm. When it took me eight months for you to get, and you watch what's happening today, would we have the supply chain problem? We, you know, we did a, mm-hmm. a China task force. We didn't stop, and you you read through the recommendations. Those are the things we're going to implement. But America would be stronger today had we been able to do that soon.
1: Yeah. Uh, I hope he has the giblets to get those things done. Sure do. Because they make sense and and they should happen. Yeah. Is he calling uh, Adam Schiff Adam Schiff?
2: Okay, I got hung up on that too, bro.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you really not know the guy's name? Because he didn't say it like he was trying to, you know, do something clever. No, no. He said it like that's his name, Adam Schiff. I noticed that too. I was gonna let it go. <laughs> uh, no, couldn't do and it. Pat can't let anything no, I can't. go. I can't let that yeah, go. Yeah, I
2: mean, just pay no attention to the fact that <laughs> Kevin McCarthy and uh, Elise Vanek, uh, who now control the purse strings in America, appear on the World Economic Forum website. Oh, jeez,
1: it's I know gonna it be good stuff.
2: It's gonna be good stuff, y'all.
1: Yeah. I mean it's things like that <laughs> that caused him to go 15 rounds but instead of 1. Boy, he he's got some standards now. I got some tweets here from Jimmy Dimples. With all the sudden deaths uh, going on, I'm looking around my immediate family as the only unvaxed one, and I'm worried I'm going to end up the only pallbearer. Wow, hope not. <sighs>
2: I I bet a lot of people are thinking like that, and I hate it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Jeffy's lawn chair uh, used to be a nervous lawn chair. Or is this a separate one? I'm not <laughs> sure, but <laughs> maybe it's not as nervous as it once was. Uh-huh. If there was a possible link of sudden death to Pepto Bismol, it would be pulled off the shelf already. No, sh- no kidding. It uh, it really would. The CEO was uh, the CEO would be fired, and the company sued out of existence. Yes. No question. Uh, you know, you think back to like Fen-Fen, where, I don't know, how many people got sick from Fen-Fen or died? Not th- not very many. Not this many. I mean, million, when you had sure. hundreds of millions of people take it, and I think 50, around 50 had problems with it. I mean, how far beyond 50 are we? Yeah. We could probably show you, if we really did some research, we could probably find 50 uh, died suddenly deaths in the last week.
2: Yeah. No, that's true.
1: Carl Smith tweets, "No one in authority will openly question or investigate the sudden deaths of the young, otherwise healthy people and until they can blame it on the Trump vaccine." Hmm. Uh, yeah, we got to we got to play this audio from uh, Tim Robbins, who is on with Russell Brand, both of whom are or at least were hardcore lefties. I mean really liberal uh russell brand was one of the most obnoxious irritating liberals y- you could think of and he's really had a change of heart on a lot of different issues tim robbins was the guy who was talking about a cold wind chill wind, a chill wind is blowing in america uh remember that back in the Gulf War times or the second Gulf War times. You're
2: not allowed to speak out against the Iraq war and George Bush's America.
1: Yeah. Uh, And, you know, he was originally, of course, totally on board with all things vaccine related. Listen to what he had to say recently to Russell Brand.
5: I started to um, wonder more and more about what we were being told and uh, whether it was true or not. And so um, it took a while for me to to um, to to speak about it. Um, I was staying in Soho, and um, I uh, was it, it there one Saturday morning, and I, I um, heard a lot of noise outside, and uh, it was a protest, an anti-lockdown protest. And I went out. Uh, I had a bicycle, and I wa- went out, and and I joined the protest, uh, not because I was joining the protest, because I was curious about what was going on. And I started talking to people, and I saw the way that they were being described in the press, and it wasn't true. These were not, uh, hmm. you know, National Front Nazis. These were liberals and lefties and hmm. people that uh, believed in personal freedom. and and. I, uh, I became, began to educate myself and I began to open my mind um, to what was going on. Uh, um, it was a very different political environment in the United States, very divisive, very much based on, on politics. Uh, if you were, well it changed, at first if you were a Democrat uh, when Trump was uh, president, well, you weren't going to take that vaccine because it was Trump's vaccine and then that seemed to somehow change. Mm-hmm. It was kind of Orwellian. Mm-hmm. It was like, we are no longer <laughs> at war with East Asia. It was, it was, right. And never no, had been. We were thinking about it a different way. And if you didn't take the vaccine, you were a Republican. And it wasn't that way here in England. It there was a, a much more tolerant attitude towards, towards uh, the diversity of opinion. And hmm. um, so I was really grateful to have in, in this experience so that I could get a different perspective.
1: I mean, that's incredible to me. That's Tim Robbins, the guy who is or was at least married to Susan Sarandon, one of the big Hollywood elites who were just so incredibly far left.
2: Yeah, even she, I think, has come around. Remember she posted on the video of the homeless camps in L.A.? Yeah, she posted without comment. Right, but I think she was saying, uh, uh, "Look what's guess. happened yeah. to our city." And, yeah, uh, that entire interview though with Tim Robbins on with Russell Brand is worth so seeing. Good, yeah, and he he even talks about how, you know, look, I drove across the country and I saw places in the middle of the country that weren't following these guidelines, social distance, mask everywhere you go, and and things were fine. They were living their lives. I mean, mm-hmm. he got outside of his bubble. And And he actually
1: had an open mind, exactly, which blew me away. I mean, that blows me away. Here's a guy who took in his surroundings and figured out what he was being told wasn't true. Yeah, yeah. Who takes the time to do that on the left? Nobody. And if you get a
2: chance, on January 1st, 2022, he tweeted out a nine-part thread on Twitter. His account is Tim Robbins, the number one. So Tim Robbins, one. And he has a pen to the top. It's just a nine-part thread, and it just talks about, hey, you know, we can't be at each other's throats because we disagree on how we want to take care of our own bodies. Right. You know, we've got to respect people's autonomy and their personal choices, and if they want to take the vax or not. I mean, it is so eloquent. I just loved every word of it. If you get a chance to read it's pen to the top of his
1: uh, Twitter profile. And Brand asked him, uh, Russell Brand asked him an interesting question. Nobody here is saying that the vaccines don't have a positive impact or that we oughtn't do everything in our power to protect human life. It's simply that if you mm-hmm. have authoritarianism where conversation is shut down, you are losing one of the great treasures, perhaps the primary treasure of democracy. Do you feel, Tim, that the pandemic revealed something about the nature of establishment power, the aesthetics of establishment power, and perhaps the way that liberalism Mm -hmm. itself is changing?
5: Mm -hmm. Well, I think it, it started to reveal itself when we became aware of the idea that the vaccinated could spread it And catch it like the unvaccinated. So, right, right. You notice that? To continue the policy of lockdowns or or mandates after that didn't seem to be following the science. It it seemed Mm. to be following a political agenda. Mm. And so that's Hmm. where I really started to have problems with it. There were a few instances that were really disturbing to me. One was when the, uh, I believe it was the CDC or the FDA uh, changed the uh, definition of a vaccine Mm. on their website. Yeah. Uh, Another was Hmm. that when they um, (laughs) denied that natural immunity was something. So there was an awful lot of people that got COVID early on. I I believe Mm -hmm. I did um, uh, in in February of uh, 2020. I was in seattle on tour with uh play with the actors gang and i got very sick and um in the past natural immunity is one of the building blocks to moving forward Mm -hmm. some people get vaccinated some people have natural immunity and eventually we have what do they call that Um, herd herd immunity immunity. Mm so um Mm -hmm. the the fact that there were these (laughs) Change of definitions uh, was uh, something that my, you know, my alarm bells went off.
1: Huh. Really good. Really fascinating. Uh, How about that? A liberal with an open mind. A liberal who's willing to consider another possibility. Uh, uh, Somebody who's willing to go against what a Democrat leadership group is telling him and and maybe step outside that box a little bit and look around himself and decide for himself if what they're telling him is true and he realized it's not so now he's doing something about it and he's going around talking and this is not easy Mm -mm. you know they you're gonna be shut down in hollywood they're not gonna appreciate what he's doing right now uh you're probably endangering your career your livelihood and maybe he's made enough money to where he doesn't care. Care, But still, still, for him to do this is really courageous.
2: We just ask for people to be intellectually honest, and he is. Yeah. So thank you.
1: That's yeah, great. It's really great. Uh, let me tell you about keeps. If the first thing you notice when you look at a photo of yourself or you look in the mirror every morning is your receding hairline or a bald spot of some sort, um, keeps can help you change that. They'll take that, you know, that self-consciousness that you're feeling and turn it around make it self-confidence hair loss is really tough i mean you see it all the time people bug you about it joke about it if you've had enough of that uh, go to keeps.com slash pat you'll get 50 percent off your first order and uh they will customize a program to fit your needs and your budget they're really great about that uh they worked with keith very closely mm-hmm. on on some of the things he wanted and, and, and they didn't
2: had, want. I would like to point out that they had no idea who I was. I'm just, I called as a customer. That's great. No idea that, that I was on this show, part of the show. And they absolutely um, tailor make what, because I there was some of the product that I didn't want. Mm-hmm. And so they took it out and I didn't pay as much because I was just like, ah, I don't need that one.
1: They, That's really they, are, they
2: are so good and, and work with you. I
1: respect that a lot. Mm-hmm. And you can message your Keeps Doctor anytime you have questions, 24-7. If, uh, if you know, your hair is wearing thin and so are the balding jokes, uh, then join the thousands of guys like Keith who've saved their hair through Keeps. Visit keeps.com slash pad. Get 50% off your first order. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash pad. Keeps.com slash pad. That gray is oh. oh, We got the open-minded and then the not-so-much. While we've had Damar Hamlin, who collapsed on the field of play last week, exactly a week ago today.
2: People asking questions, you know?
1: People just asking, hey, what happened there? 24-year-old guy in really excellent physical physical condition, no other uh, underlying problems that we know of. Uh, So what was going on there? Uh, You can't ask that. Major Garrett sat down with Anthony Fauci and asked if the COVID vaccine should even be considered
2: mm. okay.
1: as the cause of his cardiac arrest. Okay, that's be good.
6: <clears throat> Dr. Fauci, I don't know if you saw it, but on Monday Night Football this week, DeMar Hamlin, a player for the Buffalo Bills, collapsed on the field. You're not an NFL expert, and you're not an expert on any cardiovascular issues the player might have had. But what I want to ask you about, Dr. Fauci, is... As I want to do in moments like that, I kept Mm -hmm. an eye on Twitter. And I can't tell you exactly how many minutes transpired, but it was less than 20. Before people on Twitter began to say, well, clearly the vaccine caused his seizure. And that had a multiplier effect on Twitter, as these things tend to do. (laughs) What's your reaction to that? What's your reaction Well, to
0: my it? reaction is one of concern. Reaction? About isn't it
6: horror? Borderline more than concern? Yeah. Oh right. It, 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 Stop coloring the news. Let him answer. Pause it for a second. <laughs> that
1: just shows he didn't want the. He's. This mm-hmm. is just a setup. Yeah. Oh yeah. For Anthony Fauci to say absolutely not. There's no reason to to consider. <laughs> They're on the same page. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Those two. Uh, yeah. But but you don't ask a
2: question. And go. Was it horror? Is that your answer? Because that was my response. I'm sorry. What was your answer? <laughs> <laughs>
1: ridiculous all right let's see the rest
0: Uh, when you have a platform like social media that exponentially spreads Mm -hmm. in its best form proper and important and value added information can spread which is good yes the thing as a public health person and as a physician and a scientist and my my identity as a physician is the thing that gets pained the most by that because what that means, Major, is that yet again, another conspiracy theory, complete nonsense, is going to mm. have some people make a decision mm. for themselves and their family not mm. to get vaccinated. Okay, I can't take
1: it. I can't take it. Oh, my God. You're gosh. at fault if people don't get the vaccine and then get sick. <sighs> oh, man. Right. Are there any serious side effects from the COVID vaccine, oh. Dr. Fauci? Are there any side effects hmm. at all? Oh. And here he is
6: with that. <laughs> and in some of these instances, as you well know, Dr. Fauci, there is some shred of evidence myocarditis. Whoa, what? Whoa. Was related to vaccines. Wait, it you is just a said no. heart It's ridiculous. Issue. I'm not a doctor. You hmm. are. That's a shred of Right. A shred. of evidence a
0: very small shred right mm-hmm. but
6: uh-huh. and, and explain how then this can get conflated of course Unreal.
0: in a very very rare case very rare some mm-hmm. of the mrna vaccines can mm-hmm. cause a self-limiting almost invariably benign what? inflammatory response in the heart <laughs> what? which generally resolves in a very short period oh, wow, of time it. It i mean we very,
1: have that is you, you talk that. about yes. nonsense right that's absolute nonsense. Those who have myocarditis, from the vaccine, let's ask them, how is it almost benign? Uh-huh. Did you almost enjoy it? It was almost a good thing, right? Well, I mean, that... You could take that angle,
2: or you could say, "Whoa!" To even suggest that—that that would get you kicked off Twitter a year ago. What are you talking
1: about, Doctor Fauci?
2: Yeah, which, I know. by the way,
1: well, because they have to—they have to admit to myocarditis, now. right? They right, have to, right? Oh, yeah, and and they have on the FDA website, and soon they'll have to admit to other problems as well.
2: But there was uh, documents with the uh, Twitter FBI files about how your government was going to Twitter and saying. Hey, we can't be letting yeah. Tommy Laren talk about how she doesn't want to get the vaccine. In other words, we can't even have people express their own opinions about what they're going to do for their own bodies, right? And, and so this—that's what they're talking about. This disinformation. We can't have people out there um, uh, poo-pooing the vaccine because that could cause somebody to not get it. And, and
1: oh my gosh, so just, see if we can handle the rest of this. I don't know that we can't. <laughs>
2: Save, hold on, we Wait, what are we doing 2000? here? What are we doing? That's a different clip.
1: Oh right. No, okay. Did, did, we, did we
2: get to the end of clip 14? Of I don't think so. No, I
1: think so clip, 14? Mm. clip 14. Clip 14. That's a
2: shred, <sighs> right? Of Just evidence. A, a very small shred, right? Right. But it's and,
6: it's and explain how this can get confused. Of course,
0: in a very right. very rare case,
1: very very some rare. of the
0: mRNA vaccines can cause mm. a self-limiting. Almost invariably benign, invariably benign. Inflammatory response almost in the heart, fun. which generally resolves. It's almost an enjoyable sensation. It is very, <laughs> very rare. When you compare that with the negative effects on the heart yeah. by myocarditis or pericarditis, which is inflammation mm. of either the heart muscle or the covering of the heart, right. and heart failure and heart. Right. Medical problems, yeah. Overwhelmingly, COVID itself oh my gosh. causes that in a dramatically what? higher rate oh, than the relatively benign, mild myocarditis no, that in, you might have. Okay, I got it. With a vaccine,
1: the relatively mild, very, very rare, almost enjoyable myocarditis. That comes from the vaccine. Almost you're going to enjoy, enjoy this. Wow. Yeah, you're going to have a good time weird. with it. You're going to say, give me another dose of that vaccine over oh, there. All right? Pat Cray, unleash. Start things out this hour. Uh, DMXDM tweets, if Mike Rogers and Dan Crenshaw were as protective of our money and liberty as they are of Kevin McCarthy, <laughs> maybe we wouldn't dislike them so much. Hmm. Yeah, good point. hmm Bad engineer tweets: I thought Fauci was going away. I know <laughs> he's still getting the uh, still getting the interviews and the attention. Jeffy's third iris mm. tweets: So when did Dr. Fauci demote himself from the science to a mere scientist? Right? Yeah, I noticed that too.
2: Oh, uh,
1: Mistress JoJo tweets: Is McCarthy going to form a committee to investigate Fast Eddie Fauci? I hope so.
2: they're going to investigate the uh, origins of COVID. I bet his name comes up a lot uh, during that.
1: It has to, right? It just has to. And you got the gain of function thing that still needs to be dealt with. Why are we even doing that in the first place? Yeah. We're getting some uh, noise in the other room there. Noise in the other room. If we could, uh, you know, there is a uh, broadcast going on. Here, boys. Thank you. Okay. All right. We got it. We got it. Okay, cool. (laughs) We've got a situation now uh-huh. where we, we can't close our studio door. Yeah. It's broken somehow. The track it's on is it, messed up. It prompted you to take action. So to, yeah. Matters Had into to,
2: your own hands. And then
1: somebody apparently didn't read the sign on the way in. Uh but yeah, you gotta be be quiet yeah, when a, you
2: enter the area. Yeah, there's a sign. I mean, like there's literally a sign <laughs> out there now, which reminds me, speaking of signs, <clears throat> I've got to put up our got right here, here. Here, our, here?
1: 2023 20, oh our, our well, well health, health safety, safety seal. Okay. <laughs> we haven't talked about the well health safety seal for a while, but yeah. we've got the 2023 yeah. version now. We, we got the 2023 version. Good.
2: And in fact, you know, we talked about from the early days of this thing how it's <laughs> such a racket. Look at this. If you can buy these, um, you get a package of four of these for 10
1: bucks. What? I mean, it's such Don't a. Scam. You, so there's no. There's no test you have to pass. Oh my gosh, that's right. You had to like... Conditions. And no, they're... but they're still
2: going to find a way to make money off of it. Amazing. Unbelievable. That's so if amazing. you actually see these in public, you not know only nothing. is it a farce... <laughs> there's nothing special about it. It's now just
1: you buy a... That's great. Pathetic. Oh, man. So that,
2: that basically means, if you don't <clears> recall, <throat> uh, a couple years ago, uh, something I think that was tied to the World Economic Forum was like, hey... Um, Will you give us some money and we'll send you a seal, and it means that you social distance and clean stuff in your
1: place of business. <laughs> what a scam! So we can uh, we can so put we'll that replace up.
2: the 2022 one. I'll take care of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Put it up right by right our. By the... Please be quiet when entering the area. Sign. You got it. You door got it. is broken. Situation. <laughs> Good. Uh, the U.S. government has quietly issued an extension. To the COVID nineteen vaccine mandate for foreign travelers, mm. <clears throat> that's so important right now. <laughs> the Transportation Security Administration, the TSA, issued the extension of vaccine mandates that will last at least until April tenth of this year. She just is keep the justification going. for that. I don't know. Maybe the situation in China. I don't I, I xenophobia, don't know. much? Huh. Wow, that's a good point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Don't don't seal the border. Mm-hmm. Don't seal the border, mm-hmm. but but we'll test
1: you if you're flying in legitimately. Right. By the way, if you missed it and missed the first hour, uh, you should go back and listen for one thing. But also, we do have a Speaker of the House now on the fifteenth round of of voting for Speaker of the House. Kevin McCarthy uh, finally did win the majority. There was a few members missing, so it was 216 yeah. to 212, they because normally present, yeah. you, you got to get to 218. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were some that were not yeah, present. And
2: the, yeah, and the voted present, <clears throat> yeah. Now, there was, though, um, Hakeem Jeffries, who came close to securing the speakership, the Democrat leader of the House now. He gave a speech Friday night as well.
1: Oh, I bet that's you wanna, fun.
2: Do you want to see what you're missing out on? You could have had this guy as speaker. All right. House
3: Democrats Okay. will
2: always... <clears throat>
3: put American values over autocracy.
1: Oh, get Benevolence over
3: bigotry. The Constitution over the cult.
2: Are you Democracy kidding me? Democracy
3: over demagogues. Economic opportunity over extremism. Uh-huh. Freedom over fascism. Bull crap. Governing over gaslighting.
1: It's the Homeless opposite of over everything hatred.
3: he says. Inclusion over isolation <laughs> sure justice over judicial overreach i
1: can't i can't knowledge take it knowledge over kangaroo oh, court stop okay. well, liberty I can't. over limits
2: liberty oh, democrats yeah. love liberty now <laughs> no the constitution the
1: only time they even mention it or even know of its existence is when they're trying to make i, I don't know some <laughs> stupid point for themselves they only care hmm. about it wow. when it suits them Okay. And it rarely does because they're so anti-constitution, anti-liberty, anti-inclusion. Wow. That is that's agonizing.
2: <laughs> Almost speaker.
1: Yeah, pretty close. I mean, he's four votes away. <laughs> Thank goodness that uh Republicans took back the house cuz otherwise well, you you wouldn't have him babbling. You'd probably mm-hmm. have Pelosi still. Uh, after a lot of pressure, Joe Biden finally went to the border. He got a really sanitized view of El Paso. He didn't go downtown and see where, you know, the 84,000 migrants were dumped in less than four months. Oh, yeah, look at that. Look at that. Yeah, there we go. That's, that's, uh, look at that. USA
2: right there. That's El Paso, Texas. Yep. Oh, Mike. Gosh. Looks like that in the alleyways as well. They're they're all crowded around like uh this this one. Church.
1: Now you would think you might, as president, go down and take a look at this and, and No. So you can understand firsthand and say, Yeah, I saw it firsthand. It's it's really out of control. No, his
2: route avoided that area.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. He did I guess he did go to the border though, right? Yeah. He was he was walking near the wall. He
2: walked near the wall.
1: So He's all set now. He's all set. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. So I, he'll solve it.
2: Yeah, and, and all that stuff you see there, you know, that's um, that's Trump's fault, right?
1: Is that? Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, he uh, inherited the situation. I believe KJP, is what we're being yeah. told. You got to play this KJP clip. The president Here's KJP. inherited a mess <laughs> inherited because of what the last administration did. They what? inherited Are We you? inherited a mess. <laughs> <I can't.
2: laughs> okay. So Nikki, I can't.
1: I just can't.
2: Nikki Haley, who was a part of the Trump administration, saw that clip and then uh, tweeted out, uh, here's the border-crossing mess Biden inherited. In 2020, 458,000 illegals. In 2022, 2.378 million illegals. I'm, so 458,000, 2.378 million.
1: And I, I won't even make the case that it wasn't a mess when... Biden took over, but Trump was trying Mm -hmm. to do something about it. He was trying to build a wall. He was trying to cut down incentives for them to cross the border illegally. He was trying to fix it, but it wasn't, it didn't start with Trump. You go back to Obama, you go back to Bush, Mm -hmm. you go back to Clinton and on and on back to the late fifties with Eisenhower uh to the beginning of this yes every president since about 58 has inherited a problem but this president made it five times as bad at least five times as bad so don't give me that that he inherited a terrible problem they've all inherited the problem it's just who's gonna do something about it
2: yeah, and, and Democrat office holders, whether presently or or recently left their post, um, Democrats along the border in these communities are are saying, Joe Biden, what is up? Yeah. Fix this. You know, yeah. give bad. a crap about the border down here because our communities are being overrun. Meh, Whatever.
1: Right. Frustrating. Yeah. It's really frustrating.
2: <sighs> but Greg Abbott, you know, he's he's out there trying to uh Uh, Push back on this. This weekend, he was everywhere.
1: And uh, here he is talking about it.
2: We've had about as many people cross the border illegally in the past year alone as we have residents of Houston, Texas. This is outrageous that Joe Biden is not doing more. They're not fooling anybody, and there's a reason why he's trying to step up now, and that's because most of Americans disagree
3: with Joe Biden's open border policies, and they lay the fault directly at Joe Biden's feet.
2: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what did he say? He said uh, Houston... The population of Houston.
1: Yeah, Houston proper. In the last year. Just the okay. city of Houston limits is about two point two million. Yeah. In the last year. Is that what year, it is? The fourth largest city in America. Right.
2: Crossed illegally in the last year alone.
1: It's interesting when you put it in those terms. Right? Houston's a pretty dang big city.
2: Yeah, and and the Biden administration didn't tell the governor's office that they were coming to El Paso uh, until um, I think it was the day before, so Saturday. They're like, "Oh yeah, if you want to, yeah, I guess if you want to greet him on the tarmac, here's when he'll be here tomorrow." And so Abbott got out there and 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 handed him a letter. There's some interesting stuff in there. I think it's very yeah. well written. He shared it with the rest of us. The really? contents therein.
1: Uh, he wrote, "Dear President Biden," <clears throat> I use "dear" uh, fairly loosely. Yeah, he put way. "honorable" on there. Did he? Oh, yeah, the Honorable Joseph R. Biden Jr. Look how nice he's being. (laughs) President of the United States. Dear President Biden, your visit to our southern border with Mexico today is $20 billion too little and two years too late. Moreover, your visit avoids the sites where mass illegal immigration occurs and sidesteps the thousands of angry Texas property owners whose lives have been destroyed by your border policies. Even the city you visit has been sanitized of the migrant camps which had overrun downtown El Paso because your administration wants to shield you from the chaos that Texans experience on a daily basis. This chaos is the direct result of your failure to enforce the immigration laws that Congress enacted. Mm. What do you want to bet he just threw this directly in the garbage? Probably didn't even wait. Oh, read it. yeah. No kidding. Went directly into the garbage.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Under President Trump... The federal government achieved historically low levels of illegal Im- immigration. Under your watch, by contrast, America is suffering the worst illegal immigration in the history of our country. Your open border policies have emboldened the cartels who grow wealthy by trafficking deadly fentanyl and even human beings. Texans are, praying, are paying an especially high price for your failure, sometimes with their very lives as local leaders from your own party will tell you if given the chance. Mm -hmm. All of this is happening because you have violated your constitutional obligation to defend the United States against invasion through the faithful execution of federal laws. Halfway through your presidency, though, I can finally welcome you to the border. (laughs) When you finish the photo op, (laughs) in a carefully stage-managed version of El Paso, you have a job to do. Then he describes some of yeah. the things he must do. I love it. That's great. Yeah. Good stuff. I, I mean, I, I, like, I like Governor Abbott. I think he's done a good job, mostly. he There were some missteps along the way. But I think, all in all, he's been a pretty good governor. And that's uh, nice that he took the bold yeah. action to present him with that letter.
2: Well, but the, yeah. the Biden administration is being very receptive to him, correct? Like, And they're like, hey, cool. Thanks for your help
1: here, Governor Abbott. Uh, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, super not right. receptive. Okay. Uh, Secretary Alexandro, Alexandro Alejandro Marquez. Alejandro Alejandro Mayorkas uh, doesn't like Abbott and uh, what Abbott and Texas are doing. Here's what uh, Alejandro had to say.
0: Well, uh, Governor Abbott uh, is not collaborating with the federal government Mm. on an issue that requires collaboration. We cannot have the rights and the needs of individuals who are seeking humanitarian relief in the United States be exploited for political purposes. We cannot have unilateral governor action that is not coordinated with the federal government to address uh, an issue that is of national importance.
2: Somebody got to do something, bro.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> just pathetic. It is. Uh, it's agonizing. 888 727 B E C K. You're listening to Pat nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Bad Engineer tweets Did a Democrat who voted for impeachment really say they were against kangaroo courts? Hakeem <laughs> Jeffries. Uh, Mistress Jojo tweets. I had to physically leave the room and upchuck after hearing, (laughs) listening to uh, Hakeem Jeffries. The blatant (laughs) lies and hypocrisy coming out of his mouth. Really nauseating. Uh Uh, Benign heart inflammation. (laughs) Jeffries wants to be Obama. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. Uh, Eric White, KJP. The numbers don't lie, but you do. Uh, (laughs) Conservatarians. We need to shut down all immigration for the next 40 years, regain control over K-12 curriculum, and allow for better assimilation and education. From Holy Smoke 1776, the fact that the United States of America cannot secure a freaking southern border just shows how incompetent this absolutely bloated government is. Dan the Man, inherited? I wonder what the Google Street View of that same street in El Paso looked like in twenty 21- one. Mm. Or even a year ago? Right. Well, that's a good question. That would be great to see. Uh, For a nice comparison, uh, from DG, the border. The border is secure. The border. Border? From Alejandro Mayorkas. The border. The border is secure. Mm. So wait a minute.
2: If if it is secure, or it was secure under the Biden administration, as they claimed for nearly two years, and now they acknowledge there's a problem... That he has to go down there and see for himself. Mm -hmm. Are they acknowledging that it was under control and now it's not?
1: I wonder what changed. Hmm. That is interesting. I don't know. Uh, January 6th committee accidentally released social security numbers of Trump officials and allies. Wow. Mm. Oopsie daisies. This is not America, man. Now, how did that happen to just Trump and his allies? Trump officials? And not, let's say, Biden administration officials or anybody else? Did it happen to a single Democrat? When the House January 6th committee released hundreds of documents from its investigation online at the end of the year, it inadvertently made public nearly 2,000 Social Security numbers belonging to high-profile individuals who visited, visited the White House in December 2020. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Oops. The Washington Post reported Friday that the leaked Social Security information was included in a spreadsheet buried within the massive cache of uh, records from the committee's work. Social Security numbers belonging to at least three members of Trump's cabinet, a few Republican governors, and several Trump associates were yeah. reportedly compromised.
2: Yeah, Christine Nome's entire family, like her, her Jeez. husband, her daughters that visited the White House... Yep. Mm. Yeah, their social security numbers are now in public realm. Awesome. My Good gosh. job, January 6th committee. Woo, you guys just did great.
1: Great work. Yep. While many social security numbers in the logs were redacted, the Post reported that around 1,900 of them were not. Mm-hmm. The government publishing office, the GPO, which was responsible for publishing the file, does not appear to have notified any of the individuals whose private information was released.
2: So we're either dealing with an evil government or um,
1: unbelievably incompetent
2: incompetent government, maybe a little bit of both. It's just hard to know at what particular time the government is
1: doing what, being evil or being incompetent. You mentioned Noam's family. Uh, Also Greg Abbott, uh, South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster, former Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar, and former Housing and Urban Development Secretary Ben Carson. Just hmm. an accident Yeah, whoopsies, sorry
2: yeah, no, uh, What's the big deal?
1: That's not a problem, I mean, is it? Do you use your social security number for anything? <laughs> Probably not Does so. that hurt you in any way if somebody has that information? Ah, I'm sure not Get over it already Yeah, come on I mean, how picky are you? Do you expect them to keep your information private? <laughs> that's so silly Uh, Last week, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg (laughs) defended his use of private planes uh, (laughs) instead of commercial flights. Huh. Huh. Did he know? Here's uh, what Buttigieg had to say about using private jets.
3: Which is. We, say, hold on, we save that.
2: taxpayers $2,000 by, by using that? the FAA so jet. So 18 of flights those to Nevada, Florida, Oklahoma, Minnesota, Ohio, New Hampshire, using a private flight to travel to Montreal. Not a private flight, a government understood. aircraft. Well understood, but the taxpayers are still paying for right, it. Right, and the taxpayers are usually saving money when well, we do that. you know I'll what? You that, that is Get one of the controversies here. that led to
3: other tra- uh, secretaries leaving. For example, Secretary Price of HHS sat at this
2: very desk and defended a government trips. And, he and then did Secretary left. Price save taxpayers money by well, doing he, it? I don't he, think he, he did. He originally said he did. Uh, uh, you listen. also brought
3: your husband uh, Chasten on a military aircraft to attend a sporting event in Netherlands. Um,
2: mm. have, <laughs> that re- That's what it's been to put on. No, no, no. It. But uh, was that reimbursed? Because that was one mm. of the
1: controversies of with not. Price. Of course not. Wait, what, what? Did he just say, of course hold on, not? Does that? on, oh, did that clip end right there? Oh, I got to know what happened. Of course of not. Of course, did he mishear so he what Brett said? He didn't reimburse the government for that? Hold on, that he had to have Far followed the Was Private- that reimbursed?
2: Because that was one of the controversies of for the not. price.
1: Of course hold, not. Oh, hold on,
2: that can't be how that conversation ended on that topic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I And aside from the savings that he's... Bragging about for the American people because he took private jets? Come on. Th- that's incredible. There's no way you saved money on that for the taxpayer, but let's say you did. Oh,
2: no, that was it because um, the diplomatic protocol on a presidential de- delegation, he said, has long been that the principal is accompanied by their spouse. So, of course not. I didn't reimburse that. That's all whole part of the deal taking him to a sporting event in Europe.
1: That was not official U.S. government I guess. I guess. I don't know. Get out of here. Get out of here.
2: I think something else was going on there besides the sporting event, which, you know, it's got to be soccer. If it's in Europe. Of course. Come on. Yeah. Absolutely. I
1: I didn't see the headline. I didn't see what sporting event it was. And what sporting event are we sending U.S. officials to in Europe? What, what kind of sporting event do we officially go to? Yeah, and where's the uh, love for
2: the environment?
1: I mean, that's that, that That's can't what be. I was going to bring up, is the climate change aspect Let's of see. this.
2: Sporting event in Netherlands.
1: It's <laughs> certainly not better for the environment that you're continually harping on, that we're on the brink of catastrophe. And we've only got nine years left as a civilization because we've mm-hmm. we've destroyed this planet so badly. Uh, but your private jet is helping that.
2: Well, they went to the Invictus Games, apparently.
1: And was that that's official business for the U.S. government? What are the Invictus Games? What is that?
2: I've heard that. I can't think of. And what why
1: reason. would the transportation secretary go to the Invec- Invictus Games?
2: Yeah, I, so I'm being told like Prince Harry does it. Is that kind of like the X Games or something? Basically, yeah, military games or something. Okay, there you go
1: really important yeah. for the transportation secretary and his husband yeah. to mm-hmm. be there. I'm sure yeah. I'm Sure, that's really, really important. Good wow. stuff, right? Yeah, great stuff. That's really good. Also, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, Saturday, congratulated newly elected Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy. And then... Oh, no, no, don't tell us the tweet. <laughs> I know the tweet. Begged for more foreign aid <laughs> from the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, congratulations to GOP leader on his election as the Speaker of the United States House of Representatives. <sighs> U.S. support in all fields has been vital for Ukraine's success on the battlefield. We're counting on your continued support and further U.S. assistance to bring our common <laughs> victory closer.
2: Yeah, I did, I did yeah. see that tweet to which I responded to Zelensky. Aren't you a little too old to be a prostitute? <laughs> but here he is. Here he is. But I mean, literally, like minutes after he becomes speaker of the house yeah he had that tweet ready to go need yep. more money
1: bro uh they've already secured of course over a hundred billion dollars and now they want more and they want more uh, I mean it doesn't matter how much we get them how much we send them they still want more yep it's never enough <laughs> Welcome. Uh this is good news. Ohio's Oberlin College just paid 36 a 36 million dollar judgment to a defamed bakery. Uh a local bakery that uh I guess they were deemed to have defamed the bakery. Yeah, after we, a 2016 mm-hmm. incident with the business,
2: we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where uh, somebody was stealing some wine or something. They chased them down, and uh, and this was that that bakery had a lucrative deal with the college to supply food, but yet the uh, the college was totally fine with uh, with them being my students going after them, accusing them of racism for basically just trying to stop uh, a crime that was happening to their business. Unbelievable. So they went to court and uh, ended up getting, what, $36 million?
1: $36 million for I that. I think they'll oh, be wow. fine now. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think I'd close up uh, my bakery and I'm say, g- yeah, I've, uh, it was a fun time. I'm glad when these
2: faux charges of racism uh, are, are held accountable uh, on some... Some things, so that's good to see that the, the uh, bakery, because that really, that, I mean, oh. that, that affected, they were talking about the health of their parents. I think it calls them like early, I, I, I'm not sure. I just remember that, the, the, I don't want to say early deaths, but I, I just, it seemed to remember something where it just devastated the family. And you can imagine going through this, mm-hmm. the, being falsely accused of something that heinous. Um, I don't know if you saw Scientific American uh, said that Demar Hamlin's collapse highlights the violence black men experience in football. The, quote, terrifyingly <laughs> ordinary nature of football's violence disproportionately affects black men. I wonder why that would be. Let's see. That's Is a it head because scratcher. Because there's
1: disproportionately a huge number of blacks in the NFL is as compared the, to any other race
2: Tony Tony Dungee responded as he's stupid like
1: stupid is that this is so dumb do you know that 75% of the injuries in the NFL happen to black players oh, wow. is that because 75% of the NFL are black players and what i would huh. say
2: is that um these <laughs> these kind of uh, injuries really disproportionately affect athletes too <laughs> yes. Uh, that's happening. true.
1: Yeah. That's a good point too. Mm-hmm. Thank you for making it. Yeah. I you know, this reminds me this Oberlin College thing, uh, thirty-six million dollar payout. Because here's what happened the uh the bakery, the co owner's son, Alan Gibson, chased and tackled a black male Oberlin college student suspected of stealing a bottle of wine. Okay. So then that was a racist move. Mm-hmm. And that won the uh, bakery $36 million. Well, now we've got another of these racist claims. And I don't know if this is legit or not. My guess is it isn't. Uh, But the home of an Allen High School football star was recently vandalized with a racial slur. The school district says, now Allen is a uh, uh, suburb suburb of of Dallas. It's in the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex. Uh, This uh, super successful high school. They've won several, quite a few uh, state championships. The school district says quarterback, junior quarterback, Mike Hawkins Jr. and his younger brother are no longer enrolled in Allen ISD. And that's because uh, somebody spray painted, you know, the N-word on their garage door. Now, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me since Allen, this is not like the first quarterback quarterback who's ever been black to play at Allen. Uh, You know, I give you Kyler Murray who played for Allen High School and is now in the NFL. I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) Seems like he's a black quarterback. I don't believe he had problems like this. Why would this all of a sudden raise its ugly head now? And they've got plenty of black players in Allen. Why would you single out these, this family? It's just bizarre to me. Uh, Dave Campbell's Texas football lists the junior as a four-star recruit, ranking him third in his position nationwide. Scholarship offers from Alabama, Oklahoma, TCU, Arkansas, Michigan, and others. It doesn't, you know, and if the guy is helping them win, it's just crazy. It doesn't seem reasonable to me. You think think there's going to be a follow-up at some point? I hope. Hmm. Hope there's a follow-up. Either they catch the person who really did it, Mm -hmm. or we find out it's another hoax. Wait, another? You mean there's been hoaxes like this in the past? Yes, there's been many. (laughs) Almost all of these have been hoaxes. In fact, all of them I know of have been. But is this? I don't know. The family moved. They moved out of the district. And I don't know. Maybe they were planning to move anyway. And then I don't know. Who knows what happened? But it just, I'm skeptical because we've seen so much of it. They said they were actually nervous to go outside. Really? And Alan? Come, Come on. Just really weird. And again, Kyler Murray. I don't remember I that happening is, there.
2: I hope this is a hoax, quite I honestly. Do
1: too. I do too. Because that would be really shameful if it isn't. Really despicable. Uh, last week, the hideous Stephen Colbert <laughs> told a uh, real funny joke about Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this gosh. is just... Isn't this wonderful? It's just, uh, you know, good, clean fun. Here, here's, here's the uh, little skit he did on Ronald Reagan.
6: Not just Republicans out there. Independent, nonpartisan journalists like the folks at Fox News are also... <laughs> also very, very upset.
0: Just to see them vote and do the same thing over and over again and then make speeches to endorse Kevin McCarthy and have him not get the. I just thought it was the craziest scenario.
6: It's
4: making the Republicans
6: look ridiculous. Tonight we ask the question. Oh, well, how about this question? What would Ronald Reagan say? I don't know, Sean. Something like, huh? Ah. Where am I? Everything was so dark for so long, and then there were these demons dancing around me, chanting, "You, you should have addressed the AIDS crisis when you had the chance." What the hell? And then I woke up.
1: All My of gosh, sudden, what a freaking idiot! I mean, are you kidding me? Pause it for a second. And and again, uh, that's it, you're alleging that Ronald Reagan w- had some sort of dementia while he was in office. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I think the. Are you kidding me?
2: They're alleging he's <gasps> so bad. He waited Where until
1: 1987.
2: I? That's what that's what they say. Liberals love to lie. 1987 was the first time he ever uttered the word AIDS. Uh, so I, you know, I've seen that claim and stuff. And I've I was, seen it too. Yeah, I was and reading, it's a lie. It it's totally a lie. Basic freaking lie. September 1984, he talked about how much money the federal government was giving and to and increased
1: AIDS it every year
2: yeah yeah. spent nearly six billion dollars on aids with the signature of ronald reagan behind it but whatever you guys make your own narratives i mean what a that is unreal late night tv my
1: really gosh
2: it couldn't get any worse
1: Uh, i don't know (sighs) if it's worse but uh jimmy fallon was uh, really funny too <laughs> the other night. Oh gosh! When he was singing about COVID variants, I don't think
2: you'll make it to this one-minute-long song about <laughs> right. uh, COVID. Yeah, and here it is.
0: There was Alpha, then Delta.
2: Embarrassing. who sings red, red wine. Put on your mask when you're inside a facility. It could be a robot from a Star Wars trilogy. It's Point. Uh-huh. Oh. OMG or MP3 <laughs> or TCBY or an i wow. made by <laughs> a really high guy. Sounds like the password of your parents' Wi-Fi. It's
1: XBD.1.1.1.1. this supposed 1. to be like B-52 X- stuff. I think so. I don't know i now, just know it's whatever it really is really embarrassing that is embarrassing
2: from the same group of people oh. who told us for two years to take it so seriously yeah now they're up there singing these horrible songs about it
1: interesting it's yeah it's
2: interesting i'm telling you late night tv i mean you know what is? late night tv is doing for adults what's happened with kids in saturday morning cartoons I mean, that used to be such a staple, Mm -hmm. and and that was what you looked forward to. You'd wake up Saturday morning. You knew what time your shows came on, what channels, and now that's what's happening, and and that's not a thing, and late-night TV is not going to be a thing
1: soon enough if this stuff keeps happening. That's already not been a thing for me for quite some time.
2: No, I'm there with you. I got it. I'm just mean, like, it's not even going to be a thing. I know. They spent so many millions of dollars for this. Jokes about a president in hell. That you just disagree with, and singing mm-hmm. songs that are just and you lie about, uh, yeah, yeah, oh completely yeah, completely lie about. Yeah, oh, you don't <laughs> want the Reagan thing. Yeah, if you want to talk about who's responsible for deaths in the eighties with AIDS, uh, let go to Anthony. Look Frick and Fauci. at Anthony Fauci and some of the experiments he did. Why don't you yeah. look into that?
1: Oh my gosh, these people suck. Wow, I mean Stephen Colbert is just reprehensible. That's the word. And Jimmy Fallon is just. Stupid. That was embarrassing. That's just embarrassing. That that's just so, sad. That so was sad. <laughs> Man.
2: <sighs> Oof.
1: Over our uh, our Christmas break, AOC made a video where she blasted <clears throat> religion that uh, wanted pro-life laws in society because, of course, uh, it's, I guess, wrong and evil to yeah, want babies to be babies born. Don't support babies
2: living, dude. Can't you know that. that's a That's a hot-button issue, supporting babies living.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: People who say, oh, but you're, you know, you're,
2: what? you're, you're, you're
4: harming a life. I believe this is life. <laughs> well, some religions don't. Oh. Who? So how about that? How about that? Our Jewish brothers and, and sisters, mm-hmm. they are able to have an abortion according to their faith. You know, there are so, so? many faiths that do not have the same definition of you
1: life one. Who as else?
4: fundamentalist Christians. Uh-huh. And so, we. How? What about their she's, rights? What about their right to exercise she's their drinking. Faith? She's
2: drinking. She's got to be drinking. It's right?
4: ridiculous, and it is. It's. It is theocratic. Ooh, it's authoritarian. Word. It is wrong.
1: Okay. Hmm. Wow. Yep. There you go. Don't try to protect children. That's wrong. They're the ones who talk about being, you know, the protectors of children all the time, and yet. They continue to seek the death of them before they're even born. They want fewer children to be born to this planet. Wow. Just, I mean, abhorrent evil. It's just, it really is evil. Apparently the Vatican and the Catholic church, are they on the side of uh, AOC? Because just before Christmas, a pro-life priest was removed from the priesthood by the Vatican. That's shocking. Now he says he doesn't know they didn't apparently they didn't give him any reason. Right. Uh so he's assuming it's his outspokenness about uh about being uh, pro-life. Yeah. Yeah, you can't have a a
2: priest of all people
1: supporting life. I mean, that's crazy if that's true. A
2: pro-life priest. What what do they think of next? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: It's shocking. It's uh Frank Pavone, or maybe Pavoni, who leads the advocacy organization Priests for Life, and was once a religious advisor to former president Donald Trump, <clears throat> was dismissed from the clergy. And no possibility of appeal. Wow. According to the letter he got. The letter included a statement about the removal. Um and said that it was approved by the uh dicastery for the clergy which is a Vatican office.
2: Wow. So so this went all the way to the Vatican and they were like, "Yep. Yep, yep, sign off on this. We can't be having uh priests supporting babies living in the Catholic Church."
1: That's just bizarre. It's yeah. This action was taken after Father uh, Pavoni was found guilty in canonical proceedings of blasphemous communications on social media and of persistent disobedience of the lawful instructions of his uh, diocesan bishop. Hmm. That's... What? What do we have any other evidence of something that might have been blasphemous on his social media? I haven't seen anything. That's crazy. If you're calling pro-life stance and you're calling out uh, it, and you're calling that blasphemous or calling out politicians who are pro-abortion, that's blasphemous? That's really strange. What a world. Huh? It can't be that, right?
2: It can't be. Yeah, I'm I'm looking right here to see if there's a...
1: That is something else.
2: Something else here. Uh, The
1: letter did not specify these communications or disobedience. Right. Or name the diocesan bishop.
2: Isn't that weird? You'd think you would say, hey, you know, on Mm -hmm. March 10th, you said this online. Yeah, when you're taking
1: a pretty extraordinary step, it seems like, of removing a guy from the clergy. Wow. He said, I've been persecuted in the church for decades. Decades. This is nothing new for me. They just don't like the work I'm doing for these babies. That's hard to believe. Since, I don't know, the doctrine of the church is to be pro-life.
2: Yeah, I'm just looking here. Wow. I guess at some point he wore a a, a biker jacket, a leather biker jacket. And uh, let's see here. Um he later appeared in a social media video wearing a black leather biker jacket over his priestly collar, against a faux backdrop of St. Peter's Basilica, vowing that the anti-abortion war would continue and denouncing the cancel culture of the church uh, that he said has persecuted him for decades. No, oh, so he it was seems specifically
1: a colorful, going after the church there. The- yeah, that's what pissed him off. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they might want to change their charges wow.
2: a little bit from blasphemous to just, uh, you know, against the church. Uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, maybe. I'm just, I'm just looking here. I, I'm not, in this in this article, at least what I'm seeing doesn't seem.
1: Doesn't seem bla- blasphemous.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Unless
1: wearing a leather jacket is blasphemy. Uh, I'm not familiar with that particular issue.
2: Yeah, I, I think it depends on what kind of motorcycle he was on, too. You know? <laughs> it's
1: probably true. Yeah. Was it a Harley? Right. It would be okay. Don't know. That. Yeah. Uh, all right. The fat phobia chick. Oh, you want uh, We've had on uh, on the show prep for days now, and I mm-hmm. I don't remember what her problem is.
2: So she is um, <coughs> saying, and, and it's a couple minutes long. I don't know if you're going to get oh, through it. Oh, you're fat
1: phobic, right? If you even want to lose weight. Right, right. You're yeah. fat
2: f- okay. Check this.
1: Check out. She's awesome. We'll learn something here. Okay. Generally speaking,
4: there's three kind of big buckets of reasons why someone might engage in intentional weight loss. Okay. First okay. is desirability. Second, health. Third, stigma. But at the end of the day all of those are rooted in fat phobia Aha. in different ways. Let explain. Okay,
2: she's going to explain First, it. First
4: desirability. That is kind of the most obvious when okay. it comes to fat phobia. We currently live in a society that uplifts so thinness, able-bodiedness, whiteness, cisness, okay. and heterosexuality as the things that are most desirable. And okay. so if you are wanting to lose weight in order to become more desirable mm-hmm. you are upholding a fat phobic beauty standard as well as Thank you know you. white supremacy and
1: all that jazz as well as what is losing weight have to do with white supremacy uh, 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 and you left <clears> off <throat> all that jazz and all that jazz
2: yeah. And she kind of just sweeps that aside.
1: <laughs> I want to know what all that jazz is. So what are you talking about? And explain the white supremacy aspect of losing weight. Yeah. That's interesting. That is so weird. Wow. These right. people try so hard. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and there's more.
4: As well as, you know, white supremacy and all that jazz. Yeah. So next is Health. Health. What we know is that weight is not a good indicator of someone's health, and also your health is not an indicator yes, of your work. Yes,
1: show worth. us your research uh, on that. You can have health and body-related goals <laughs> for
4: yourself that are not about fat phobia and not mm-hmm. about weight loss. So okay. let me give you an example.
1: Okay, here we go.
4: Examples. You might decide that you have a goal of hiking a particular mountain in your area. Mm -hmm. Now you would be engaging in different types of movement in order to achieve that goal you may or may not lose weight in doing that and in fact there's lots of fat mountaineers and hikers Third bucket reason. Well, oh, is third, that you oh. might be facing extreme fat phobia and anti fat bias uh-huh. in your own life and you might have be. personally mentally hit a wall and <laughs> you can't deal with it anymore and Can so you that. decide to intentionally lose weight. Yeah. That is actually the case with Roxanne Gay. Who is very tall. They are like six foot or six one. And prior to their weight loss surgery, Uh they would have been categorized as a super fat. We're talking about one person, right? So being a super fat and being that tall comes with a particular type of physical second. Is super
1: fat an okay term? Yeah. Super fat? Well, it's okay if she (laughs) says it because she is. She's fat. Well, I don't su- super, fat. Is she super fat? I don't know. Okay. I don't know cuz I I can't tell just from the pudgy face if she's super fat. <laughs> what kind of cape
2: are you going to need to fly if you're sup- super fat? I'm
1: super fat. I don't. It's got to be a I, yeah. strong cape. It's <laughs> got to or... be an SF on it, too. Cuz you're super <laughs> fat. <laughs> uh I you know
2: What, you're Do not you- taking this to heart? <laughs> Pat? She's trying to educate
1: <laughs> us. Yeah, I know. I know. She, she's really trying to legitimize her own existence right now. 100%. That's all she's doing. She is. Look, I don't want to lose weight. Right. And I'm pissed off at anybody who does. Yep.
2: Yep. I'm lazy. Is and you should easy? be lazy too.
1: Yeah. Or I have no interest in, in trying to lose weight or whatever her case may be. And that's fine. That's great. Just don't try to lecture the rest of society. On your dumb hangups,
2: but what is she? What are her three reasons to people? Oh, well, let's to, get the third it one. It was here. it was what was it? It was First desirability. Was, yeah, it was for health, health, and, and uh, this third
1: thing. Uh, what was it? Challenge
4: as well as anti-fatness, and so for mm-hmm. that reason, Roxanne Gay elected to have weight loss surgery. Oh, but it's wow. really important that if you still go through with intentional weight loss, that you mm-hmm. don't sacrifice fat liberation politics because otherwise it's still just fat phobia even if you're fat doing it for
1: liberation well, and accessibility. politics okay let me see Yeah. I'm if i lose weight i must maintain my fat liberation politics politics yeah all right i'm gonna try to remember that if i if i lose weight so far i've not been that successful in <laughs> doing that but um this I'm gonna is, hang uh, on to my fat liberation the, politics. I, I, if I found I
2: did. an article in Miss Magazine, mm-hmm. uh, the feminist history of fat liberation.
1: Okay, and uh, it just talks about uh, wow, what a weird society. Yeah,
2: we, river. I mean, I, you can't.
1: E- we are literally speaking two different languages. Yeah, we are. And she had to. She has to <clears throat> tie in these other movements mm-hmm. to try to legitimize her dumb movement here. So, so that's why the white supremacy, that's why the uh cisness, you know, that's why hetero. So, those are all desirable things, just like being skinny or thin is. And so, it's just like every other movement in the world. You got the fat movement now.
2: Somebody recently tweeted out a picture, it's kind of stuck in my head for about the week or so since they posted it, mm-hmm. and uh. I forgot if it was Joe Bastardi may have posted this because he eats healthy, and I'm always checking his Twitter feed for when it's going to get cold again. Which, by the way, buckle up into January. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, good, yeah. Good, he good. predicted. I mean, what's happening to California now? He predicted weeks in advance. Tomorrow, the cold
1: snap at Christmas. It's, it's going to be yeah. eighty. I hate it. Eighty-one. Yeah, I can't stand. Tomorrow it. Tomorrow yeah. and the next day. So <laughs> I bring on the cold. Oh yeah. Oh, I is, don't want eighties in January. This is this is the
2: kind of weather when it's eighty degrees in January. The bugs are humping, you know, and then then the mm-hmm. summer cut gets here and it's just mm-hmm. gross. Mm-hmm. And there's mosquitoes everywhere. But I think it was he, he, he who uh, tweeted out a uh, a picture of nineteen sixties. Like a beach scene, mm. and everybody was thin. Everybody was in shape. There was nobody that was, you know, overweight or anything like that. And he was just talking about, you know, uh, they started putting trans fats. People started going to th- fast food restaurants, stuff like that. I mean, America mm-hmm. used to be fit. Yep. We didn't have these mm. these catastrophic weight issues. Wow, you're
1: fat phobic. Fat phobic. Oh just by
2: saying trans fats wow, have geez. ruined America. Oh
1: my god, and our health. Because
2: you, then, once you're overweight, you've got <laughs> health issues to worry about at that point, that you wouldn't have had if you were. She's not. trying to claim you don't. She's trying well, to right. just. You well, know, she's pointing out my fat phobic. Yes,
1: yeah. yes, she is. Because I'm a hateful, well, exactly, nasty, bad person. Right. I'm sorry for that too. Thank you for noticing, though, how hateful <laughs> and terrible a person you are. Uh, we will uh, see you on overtime, coming up later on. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.